no matter what pull-up variations you do, how often you do them, or where you do them. The best way to get to your goal of perfect pull-ups is to focus on consistency, control what you can control, and let the rest fall into place. Welcome to So I've Heard, the space where I give my take on all things health and wellness. I'm your host, Austin Allen. Hello and welcome to episode 31 of the So I've Heard podcast. This is a space where I take on the hottest topics, trends, and questions surrounding health and fitness. On today's episode, we are going to be going through my four-step guide to perfect pull-ups. Today's episode was inspired by a question that was asked of me, an activity that I do on my Instagram every Thursday called Thursday Thoughts. This is a 24-hour period in which any individuals that follow me can send in any and all health and fitness questions that they have. I answer them briefly on my story, and then I answer them in greater detail here on the podcast. The question that I received goes something like this. Do you have any suggestions for how I can improve my pull-ups? I've been working out consistently and improving my back strength, but for some reason, I still struggle with my pull-ups. Pull-ups are one of the toughest exercises out there, both mentally and physically. And if you've ever felt like there's a mental and or physical block when it comes to pull-ups in your workouts, trust me, I'm right there with you. In fact, pull-ups are the direct focus of my own personal fitness journey right now. I am in the middle of a 12-week journey towards completing 20 pull-ups, and I can promise you that it has been anything but easy. But I can also promise you that there is a path towards perfecting your first pull-up and beyond, and that is what we're going to be discussing today. So with all of that being said, let's go ahead and dig in. Now, before we officially get started, I thought it was important to take a second to think a little bit more about why the pull-up has been such a focus of health and fitness programs and assessments for years now. In fact, the pull-up has been used as an assessment of overall upper body strength for so long. But why is that? Well, one of the biggest reasons for this, from a health and fitness perspective, is the fact that the pulling motion that you experience in a pull-up is one of the five essential and foundational movement patterns that is used in many health and fitness programming models. The essential pattern is part of other functional patterns like squats, something like a squat or a lunge, hinges, something like a deadlift or a glute bridge, upper body pushes, something like a bench press or a push-up, anti-rotation or rotational core movements, something like a pallet press or a wood chop, and then your upper body pulls, which would be where the pull-up comes into play. And if I, as a trainer and a coach, can help you master these five foundational and essential movement patterns, I can help ensure that you are better equipped for a healthy, happy, and efficient life. So while the pull-up is often used as an assessment tool, either formally or informally, for overall body strength, 
it is also part of a foundational movement pattern that is super important for daily life. So now that you know why pull-ups are important, let's go ahead and dig into my four-step guide for better pull-ups now. Now, step number one, when it comes to achieving perfect pull-ups, is to focus on form. Oftentimes, the inability to do a pull-up has just as much to do with proper form as it has to do with proper strength. Because with the pull-up being such a technical movement that requires a lot of energy and strength, any movement outside of proper form will be wasted energy in a sense that will continue to hold you back from completing your pull-ups properly. And one of the best ways to assess your form and strength with pull-ups right now is to simply hop on the bar and see how many you can do right now. Now, don't get too hung up on hitting a specific number and also do your best not to get defeated if one pull-up is out of the question right now. This initial test is to simply see where you may stand on your form and rep number right now. The first pull-up is always the hardest, but if you can ensure that the form and technique is firmly in place, you will be able to nail your first pull-up over time and additional reps will be quick to follow. Now, again, there's a caveat to this. If you're unsure if you are able to perform a single pull-up right now, Know one, that that is okay to feel that way, and also that there are plenty of tools that you can use to help you nail your first pull-up quickly. If this is you, start by assessing your ability to hang from the bar and support your own body weight. This is an exercise that you can do called dead hang, where you jump up on the bar, grab it firmly, pull your shoulders down and away from your ears, and do your best to support your body in a proper position for as long as you can. Start by getting used to holding a dead hang with your own body weight for as long as possible before you even think about attempting your first pull-up. And once you have that dead hang form in place, what does it really mean to have proper form with a pull-up? Well, I thought it was important to kind of walk you through my five steps for proper forms with pull-ups because, again, any movement outside of the necessary proper form movement is wasted energy in a sense that you won't be able to use to help nail your pull-ups. So the first suggestion I have here with form is to start with your palms facing away from you as you jump up or step up to grab the bar with your hands slightly wider than shoulder width apart. Make sure to wrap all of your fingers around the bar to get the best grip possible. From there, you want to hang under the bar for a few seconds to stop your body from swaying. Once your body is still, you can either bend your knees or keep your legs straight as you tighten your core to keep you from swaying anymore. From there, you're going to pull your shoulder blades down and back and keep this position throughout the exercise by imagining that you are pinching a pencil together between your shoulder blades slightly at all times. You are then going to drive your elbows down and back to begin the pulling motion of your pull-up and pull your chest up towards the bar. Also, don't forget to let out a big breath as you pull your elbows down to engage your core and prevent you from swinging anymore. 
And the last thing you want to think about is pausing for one to two seconds at the top of the movement with your chin either at or slightly above the bar and then slowly lower yourself down under control before you start again. Because again, it's important to know that all of these steps are important because with a pull-up being such a technically and physically challenging movement, it's important to get our form as sound as possible so that there isn't any wasted energy outside of the energy you need to complete your pull-ups. Now, while it's great to know proper form for a pull-up, it's unrealistic to expect any individual to go from doing no pull-ups to 10 pull-ups or beyond without any assistance along the way. And this is why we have this next step. Step number two is to incorporate many different pull-up variations in your workouts. Yes, it's true. One of the best ways to get better at pull-ups is to, well, do pull-ups. But like I've said before, pull-ups are really hard. So it's important that you incorporate various pull-up variations throughout your workouts to ensure that you're able to focus on form while your strength continues to improve. And one of my favorite ways to incorporate different pull-up variations while my strength develops is to focus on assisted pull-up variations. This can either be done by using resistance bands that are wrapped around the bar to support your body weight and take some pressure off of your muscles, or you can also do this by using an assisted pull-up machine if you have access to one in your own gym space. And whether it's a machine or with resistance bands, the assistance that these tools provide is super important because it will help you to slowly improve your strength in addition to focusing on your form. And as you slowly get stronger, you can slowly decrease your support over time. In fact, this is exactly how I began my own pull-up journey that I'm currently in. I started by incorporating as much support as I possibly could with my pull-up resistance bands. And I knew that I was going to be doing three full body strength workouts a week, which meant that I wanted to make sure that I included one pull-up variation in each of these three workouts. In one workout, I would do a wide grip assisted pull-up. In the second workout, I would do a close grip assisted pull-up. And in the third workout of the week, I would do an assisted chin-up, meaning that my palms were now facing me as I pulled myself up. By incorporating various pull-up variations, not only will you help prepare your body for various pull-up movements, but you also ensure that you are working on multiple muscle groups and grip variations to help you improve your overall strength towards your basic pull-up. And the last little key within this step is to stay consistent. Focus less on incorporating a thousand different pull-up variations every week and simply focus on remaining consistent leading with proper form and slowly decreasing your support over time to increase the intensity and help improve your strength. Now, there is no magic formula for how often to change your support with assisted pull-ups, but I generally suggest that once you find you can do 10 to 12 pull-ups with consistent form under your current amount of support, maybe it's time to decrease that support slightly lower your rep range, and allow your strength to continue to improve as you work towards higher reps again. Now, in addition to including various pull-up variations in your workouts towards your goal, you can also improve your pull-ups by step number three. 
improve the strength of supporting muscles through pull-up related moves. The main muscle groups that are targeted in pull-ups are the muscles of the back, your biceps, your forearms, and your abdominals. That means that any exercise that can improve the strength of these muscle groups will also improve the strength of your pull-ups. Now to help you get more specific though, let's walk you through a few different exercises that you could try to improve the strength of each of these muscle groups. And let's start with the muscles of the back. To get more specific here, the two major muscles in your back that you're going to want to focus on when it comes to your pull-ups are your lats and your rhomboids. The lats are the large muscles on the sides of your back, sometimes referred to as the swimmer's muscle. And the rhomboids are the muscles on the insides of your back towards your shoulder blades. Their main role is to help pull your shoulder blades together. Now, some great exercises to improve the strength of these muscles are lat pulldowns with a band or a machine, cable face pulls with a rope or a band, any row variation with dumbbells, bands, kettlebells, or a machine, or negative pull-ups, which are also called eccentric pull-ups. And these are simply where you step up to the top of your pull-up position and specifically focus on lowering your body under control as slow as possible. Now, in addition to strengthening the muscles of the back, you're going to want to make sure you can strengthen your biceps. When we shift to the biceps, in addition to the biceps being worked largely through any kind of row variation, you can also isolate the biceps more with some of these exercises. Traditional bicep curls with a bar, band, or dumbbells are a great place to start. And it's important to remember that when it comes to your bicep curls, make sure to focus on completing a full range of motion and actively squeezing your biceps at the top of the movement as best as possible. It's really easy to passively curl as you're doing your bicep curls, but take your time to get a full range of motion and intentionally squeeze your muscles at the top of the movement. This will ensure that you get the best bang for your buck. Now, in addition to your traditional curls, you can also do something called hammer curls. Hammer curls are a bicep grip variation where your palms are now facing towards your body instead of facing out. Hammer curls are not only a great way to improve your form and grip strength, but they also target slightly different muscles than the traditional bicep curl. So this will ensure that you're strengthening all parts of your bicep to help your pull-ups in the future. Now, shifting into that third major muscle group involved with your pull-ups, the forearms. And again, in addition to hammer curls, like I just mentioned, another great way to strengthen your forearms and in turn your grip strength is to incorporate exercises that work on things called wrist flexion, meaning that you are curling your knuckles towards your body and wrist extension, meaning that you are moving your knuckles away from your body. You may have also seen individuals doing this by placing their arms on a bench or a counter with their hand hanging off of the edge just slightly. They grab a light dumbbell and they do these two motions. Now, the key here with any kind of forearm work is to start light. It's really easy to get overly ambitious when it comes to forearm strengthening. And it's also better to err on the side of lighter weight 
so that you don't cause any harms to any of your tendons in your hands, wrists, or elbows. You can also consider doing reverse curls here to strengthen your forearms as well. And the last muscle group that you're going to want to work on to help improve your pull-up strength is your abdominals. And when it comes to your abdominals in regards to your pull-ups, the biggest thing you're going to want to do is to work on controlling your flexion, isometric contraction, and extension of your core. That is a super fancy way for saying that you're going to want to work on controlling your ability to crunch your core in towards your body, hold your core firm and flexed under pressure, and extend your core back under control. Some exercises that you could include here are stability ball crunches, weighted band or cable crunches, or hollow holds. You can also do things like weighted farmer carries, planks, or palaf presses. And you can also include extension exercises like V holds, sometimes referred to as banana boat holds, reverse crunches with a leg extension, or dead bugs. And just like you work your main muscle groups, challenge your core strength and endurance with various rep ranges and resistance. Anywhere from 6 to 20 reps, and don't be afraid to play around with adding some physical weight and resistance to your core training as well. And finally, in addition to improving your core strength, focusing on form, having lots of different pull-up variations, perhaps the biggest step to remember when it comes to perfect pull-ups is step number four. Focus on consistency and trust the process. Again, one of the best ways to get better at pull-ups is to do pull-ups. And with pull-ups being such a mentally and physically challenging movement, the more frequently you do them, the better your form will get as your muscles and your brain learn how to master this foundational movement pattern. Now, a quick caveat there, that doesn't mean that you need to go out and toast your muscles six to seven times a week with challenging core variations and pull-up variations. In fact, I suggest that you leave at least 24 to 48 hours between your challenging pull-up variations, but it won't hurt for you to do one to five pull-ups a few times a day. This repetitive motion is more so that you can train your brain to become more comfortable with the neurological pattern required in a pull-up. And I know I just threw a lot of information at you today. But remember, no matter what pull-up variations you do, how often you do them, or where you do them, the best way to get to your goal of perfect pull-ups is to focus on consistency, control what you can control, and let the rest fall into place. You won't always be able to predict how many pull-ups you will do in a given week or in a given workout, but you can control how consistent you are with your workouts, your rest, and your recovery in between. Pull-ups are a challenging move, so chances are that they're gonna take a while to master, but that doesn't mean that they're impossible. It simply means that consistent actions with a little bit of trust and a little bit of patience along the way will help you to continually move one step closer every day towards perfect pull-ups. And if you stay consistent, trust the process, 
and do your best to stay positive and have some fun along the way, chances are you'll be nailing your pull-ups in no time. Oh, and one last thing. Don't ever be afraid to reach out if you want some help. That is a wrap on today's episode. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen. The leaves are changing, the air is getting crisper, and the feeling of fall is finally in the air. And with the changing of the seasons comes a renewed energy and drive to fall back into a sustainable fitness routine. And I have the thing for you. I am so excited to announce the next six-week series here at Lighthouse Fitness called Fall Into Fitness. Fall Into Fitness is a strength-forward, body-positive, full-body-focused group fitness series that will give you the structure, motivation, and support that you need to establish a sustainable, full-body workout routine this fall season. This strength-based series will help you to make the most of your own at-home fitness while you have fun and work out with a supportive community at the same time. Whether you've been working out for years, you're brand new to fitness, or you've never worked out before, all are welcome. Classes are every Wednesday from 5.30 to 6.30 p.m. Mountain Standard Time. So grab your water bottles, embrace your strength, and get ready to fall into fitness with us. If you're interested in learning more about how to join in on this fun fall series, check us out at www.befitwithlighthouse.com or follow me on Instagram at lighthouse underscore fitness, and I will fill you in on the details from there. Thank you again for taking the time to listen to today's episode, and I'd really appreciate it if you could leave a rating and a review. And until next time, I'm your host, Austin Allen. Mm-hmm.